Missed the show? Get the best bits of Annie and Ando on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We're talking traditions this morning. Now, Em, you mentioned before, while that track was playing with the beautiful Sia, something about your eggs, and I don't think you were mentioning that you've put some on ice. (laughs) No, not yet. Um, I have... Always a good idea, by the way. Yes, exactly. Never know when you want some. Yes. I, my family's Latvian. Yes. Latvian. Latvian, yes. How do you say yes in Latvian? I don't know. Okay. Okay, great. Thanks for that cultural... Off to a great start. (laughs) I don't speak Latvian. My grandma does and her sisters. So all of my like great aunties speak Latvian. When I think about Latvian women, images of strength, like just strong assertiveness. The only sport in the Olympics that the Latvians like come close to winning and or get medals in Mm. is weightlifting. So... There we go. You've nailed that. Okay, my stereotype fits for us. <laughs> I'm sure there's other sports. I really should apologise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my family's Latvian and mm-hmm. every Easter we have a family tradition of creating, like, decorative eggs with actual, like, eggs and you... Hang on. Can we go back? Because okay. I've got a simple little boy brain. <laughs> okay. Um your Easter the same as others' Easter? Like, there's so many different Easter's. Yeah, yeah, it's the same Easter. So it's, is it's it like, the same as the Greeks or is it the same as the... It's like Christian. Christian? Yeah, oh, I don't... Okay, cool. It's... I don't know. <laughs> we really chose a great topic. Okay, we so your Latvian Easter? Yes. You get these eggs? Yes. Chicken eggs? Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's what we usually Cooked. use. But, well, this is the thing. So mm-hmm. you get the eggs raw. Then you go in a bit in of a... In its shell, though. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. You go in... <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this is, is hard. Too much. So many questions. Okay. Yeah. Then you go in a bit of a scavenger hunt around, you know, the house, around the neighbourhood. To you... find where the chooks laid the eggs. <laughs> to find oh. leaves and flowers. Oh, okay, yeah. And just a bunch of different things. The aim of the game is to get flowers and leaves that have, like, really nice shapes because what you do is you then sort of, like, secure the leaves and the flowers to the eggs... And then you wrap the eggs in onion skin, brown onion, red onion skin. Onion skin. And then you tie it up or you put it in a stocking. Usually you'd put an egg in the stocking wrapped in the onion leaf, then do a little um, do a little knot, then do another mm-hmm. egg, then do a little knot and then do another egg. And then put the whole stocking of eggs into a pot, boil it. So now you're hard boiling the eggs. but Right, with eggs. Your garden strapped. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. And then you put like coffee and tea in the water. So it's also acting as like a dyeing agent. And then when you take out the eggs from the stocking and out from the onion, you have these, you should have these beautifully decorated eggs that have like the shape of the leaves and the flowers. Because the dye hasn't gone into the shell where the your garden clippings were. Yes, exactly. So oh, you that should have. lovely. Yeah, you should have the outline of, of whatever. What leaves. day of Chris, uh, Easter do you do this? Like is it Good Friday or. It's Easter Monday, I'm pretty sure. Did you get the bank holiday in Latvia, did you? (laughs) Tuesday, years ago, they used to get the bank holiday was the Tuesday. You'd get Friday off, Monday off, and not that I worked at a bank. (laughs) But if you had of. But if I had of. You would have been set. So you get you've done these eggs, and Mm -hmm. and is there music like set the scene? Is there, you know, eggnog? Just mum. Grandma. In your tracky dacks. In our tracky dacks. <laughs> probably probably one of them is complaining about something. Maybe and both of them are complaining about something. And have you got some special lemonade in your, in no, your flute? No, nothing. Not, so no. It's, it's kind of a task, not a, like, yes. I'm trying to get a sense, is, is it like you look forward to it and then oh, it's so Oh, no, we so do look together. forward to it. 
The other thing I should mention is they should look beautiful and decorative and mm-hmm. you should have these beautiful outlines. A lot of the time you just have some smushy... Mottled like <laughs> tie-dye eggs. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> just like wow. different shades of brown so, eggs marbled. So then you, where do you put them? Then... The next day, so usually we'd probably make them actually on Easter Sunday. Then Easter Monday, you play a little game where you have an egg, I have an egg. We both crack our eggs together. What, like like nudge? Or? Well, well, okay, so, okay, let, let me explain this properly. You hold, I would hold an egg in my hand. Yep. Then Ando, long ways? Or yeah, long, long ways. ways. <laughs> and then Ando would tap the egg. Your egg That's me. onto yes. my egg, long right. ways. Long ways. And then whoever's egg doesn't crack is the winner. Oh. And then you play the whole family. So you do a little, like, egg off kind of thing. I get rather competitive if you hadn't noticed. So do I. All right, so I would be getting my own chook and I'd be feeding it shell grit, a lot of shell grit in the weeks leading up to Easter. <laughs> so its shell was super hard. I've never thought of this, but I should. Yes. And then you'd have the hardest egg shell. And then, sorry, you eat the egg. Yeah, then you put it in a salad or... (laughs) (laughs) We are talking this morning about traditions, family traditions. We sure are. Hey, I want to talk about this family I know. Okay. That this is the whole concept of sometimes a tradition or you don't realise it's a tradition because you just do it and it's within your family and it's when someone comes over for dinner, say, and then notices something. So this family, what they do every night after dinner, there's a husband and wife, three children mm-hmm. in their teens. Okay. Mum gets up, goes to the pantry and grabs a Tupperware container. Okay. Brownies or cake? No. Multivitamins and fish oil. <laughs> and she passes, she, start, she starts, she t- opens the Tupperware container, she takes her multivitamin and her fish oil and her kelp or whatever she's having and then passes it to the dad. The dad takes his and then passes it around. And so... Like an after-dinner mint. It's like an after-dinner <laughs> mint. But every night they're like, here, have your pills. Weird. It is weird. Speaking of weird behaviour, though, my mother-in-law, dear friend of the show, loves Dirty Bird. Okay. Do you know what Dirty Bird is? No. <laughs> is it a... Fried chicken. Okay, all right. Fried chicken. And over the years there was... I can't remember, like, every day had a certain meal. You know, Monday's brodo, Tuesday's more brodo. Wednesdays What's more, that? It's um, chicken soup or stock. Okay. But it starts with, like, the night, the day that it's made, you get the meat or the bone. Mm-hmm. The next day, you might get some pipette or some lawn clippings. And Anyway, <laughs> point being, it's a real treat when she gets her dirty bird. Okay. And so what she does, rather than pop it in the fridge when the leftovers... Yeah. So she nibbles it, mm-hmm. there's leftovers. Mm-hmm. She puts the box in the bottom section of the oven off... And it stays there for days. What? Yeah, I know. Why? Like, they say you shouldn't leave chicken out. No. Let alone dirty bird chicken. And but maybe that's actually better, I would say, maybe. Dirty bird chicken would probably be better to keep out than... Than what? A supermarket chook? But potentially. Why? What you I don't know. Out? It's got, like, a full hard crust that protects oh, no. it from... Not if I've been around. I've nib- nibbled all the skin <laughs> off. I love the skin. But wait, wait. Have you ever, like, asked why... Is it, is it a hiding can, thing? Like, I don't, she I doesn't don't want you to know where it is. No, because you walk into the kitchen and shining bright red, red and white box in the bottom of it <laughs> and you go, Ma, when did you have when did you get that? And she's like, Oh, last week. And, and then, oh, and then takes a drumstick out. Yeah, and <laughs> nibble, nibble, nibble. She's got iron guts, that woman. Must have. I swear. I want to talk to you also about a tradition that I discovered watching a documentary on selling spelling. Manor. Say that fast. 
Selling something that I can't. <laughs> selling. So, you know Tori Spelling? Yes. 90210. 90210. Her dad, Aaron Spelling, I think gave her the job because he said, like, you know. That's the way forward. No one else was going to. <laughs> Oh, he created, Aaron Spelling created, I think, Dynasty and Melrose Place, 90210, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of other really, really successful TV series. Yep. Anyway, lots of money. They build this McMansion. Yep. Massive, massive home. Aaron, I can full, picture it. Like it's huge. Bowling alleys, five Three swimming, swimming pools. pools. Yeah, oh. five, I think. <laughs> There's the indoor, the one on the north, one on the south. Mm-hmm. A driveway that is close to one kilometre long. Wow. Sealed. Wow. With bitumen. That's a road. Bitumen. Yeah, it's a road. (laughs) Bitumen road. Um, Bitumen road. And so, Mrs. Spelling, Candy. Candy. Does this documentary called Selling Spelling Manor. And in that documentary, she talks about one Christmas, a tradition she created. She saw at Costco, I think in the catalogue, she wouldn't have actually gone to Costco. <laughs> she saw these life-size reindeers. Mm-hmm. She decided to line the driveway. Have a guess how many she needed? Um, a kilometre. I'm very bad at, at maths and measurement. I'm going to say 100. 500 reindeer she needed. 500? For it to look effective. And I'm, I'm, I connect with Candy because what, when I'm... What do you mean by for it to look effective? Oh, what well, does that mean? You know, like when people put two petunias in a pot and call it potted colour, sometimes you need four or five right. to make it look full. It's a bit okay. like get a fruit... You should put your fruit in a bowl that the fruit comes out of the bowl, like sticks up, not... Yep. Just oh, flat I, laid in the... Hear my thoughts, though. There are only 12 reindeer... You know, traditionally, no, in all of the... there's more in the world, I think. <laughs> like, you're talking the whole Rudolph thing. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think they were Rudolphs. Okay, sure. So she gets her shoppers. I don't think she personally got the Volvo out and drove around to 30 Costco's, but she goes to all the Costco's and buys 500 reindeers. That's a bit... What about all the other families that wanted a reindeer? Well... They missed can, out that year. You can drive past Spelling Manor. And look up, the, look up the big pearly gates and, and go, wow, there's all those reindeers. So she lines the driveway, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And then in this documentary, she shows us her attic storage facility, which is the size of, I don't know, the MCG. <laughs> she opens this door and it's got like Bunnings racking there and it's got all matching luggage of every different colour palette, right. Pantone colours. And then there's all these reindeers on shelves, like on these massive shelves. And that's where she stores them for next year. At least, yeah, at least she's keeping them and reusing them. I think that's great. If you're going to have 500, you better use them every year. Imagine having that much crap that you needed an MCG-sized storage facility just for your luggage and Christmas decorations. I can't. No, me either. <laughs> I just can't. Get up with Annie and Ando, only on Joy. 22 minutes past six, we are talking traditions, not just Christmas, any family tradition. We Uh, sure are. And I think that most traditions, correct me if I'm wrong, probably stem from a grandparent. Also, intergenerational trauma. I mean tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, actually, probably very accurate for what I'm about to tell you. So I've got two family traditions, if you will, Mm -hmm. that both stem from my grandmas, both, respectively. Both sides. Correct. Are they still with us? Yes, both my grandmas are. Neither of my grandfathers. Shout out to the the Latvian and the... Are they both Latvian? English. English. Oh, to be sure, to be sure, granny. (laughs) What was that? That was Irish. Oh, oh. (laughs) 
Oh, I just. Uh, oh, I'm from Manchester. To be sure. No. All right. <laughs> Why do you say to be sure? Oh. That's anyway, anyway. We're gonna move right along. Yep. Thank you. So both of my both of my grandmothers uh, have you know little traditions that they do. Mm-hmm. Firstly, my my grandma on my dad's side forever. Like, from when I can remember. As long as you can remember. So the whole 21 years you've been on this planet. Oh, my gosh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would get $50 for my birthday. Right? In a, in a card? Well, okay, don't ruin the surprise. Oh, okay. But every Sorry. year I'd get $50 for my birthday. And yeah. then as soon as you turn 18, finished. No what? more $50. How much was it when you turned 18? Zero dollars. What do you mean? <laughs> Zero dollars. I thought you were going to say, like, and then you've hit the jackpot like Granny's been holding out. Now you get a grand. I wish, but no. So no cash for your 18th from Grandma? I think it was $50, and then that was it. 18th is the last one. Yes, and then it's literally, like, finished. We're not doing that anymore. But really funny, when I was about 17, mm. I wasn't with my grandma, and she sent a card in the mail. Mm. And on the front, it had my name, my address, stamp, whatever. And then in the corner, she had handwritten, card only. Yeah. Underlined twice. And then you opened the card and there was $50 in it. Oh, my God. And I was like, my grandma is so sneaky. So she should have written card only plus Plus cash. $50. $50. Was she being, is your birthday near Christmas? October. Oh, because you know the whole, I don't know if it exists anymore, Australia Post, I I hear it is. Mm. Um, At Christmas time, if you want, everyone would send cards there was a cheaper stamp for cards and that's oh. why you write card only on the front. I thought it was so that no one <laughs> opens your mail. <laughs> that's what I thought you thought. You know, the stamp you used to, like, let's say, I'm making the numbers up, but let's right. say a stamp these days is um, $27. Right. It would only be $20 for a stamp to send a card. But so what else would you be sending? What, if it has money in it, you have to pay more? No, it's not about the money. <laughs> <laughs> it was about... It was a- Andrew is looking so <laughs> disappointed in me right now? Yeah, no, it was about the... Uh, I'm I only 21. It, Give me a break. Encar- yeah, back in the days of everyone would sit there and you'd go, have you sent? Your, have you done your Christmas cards yet? Mm. Nah, not yet. Do them next weekend. Have you done yours? Yeah, and you'd always, when you do your Christmas cards, that always spurred on. You go, oh, I didn't send them one. Now I've got it. So you'd have spares and you'd some of the nice fancy cards would come with little stickers saying card only that you'd stick in the left-hand corner of the envelope. So right. The, so the postie knew that that's why you've got cheap postage on it. So it has nothing to do with the fifty dollars. Nothing to do with the fifty bucks. She was probably using a a family tradition. She was probably using. She was being a tight ass and using a cheap stamp, and that's why she wrote card only. Or it was for security purposes. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was for security purposes. You reckon? She's a spy. Yeah, probably. My grandma's a spy. Probably. (laughs) With Taddy and Ando every morning on Joy. We're talking traditions this morning. Now we are coming up to the festive. Are we? Are we in it? The festive season, or are we coming up to? We're we're playing Christmas carols on Joy at the moment, so I think we're in it. We're in it. I think we're in it. We're We're deep in in it. We're in the festive season. So reminds me of a Christmas tradition that my father, my sister, and I used to do. Okay. And it involved, for Christmas morning, drinking sparkling Shiraz. Yes. So there's, imagine, I'll set the scene, mum's running around like a chook with no <laughs> head, trying to get stuff done. Right. We're being silly, and then the more of this that we have, the more silly we get. And the more and stressed your mum gets. Correct. And the less helpful we become. <laughs> and be- and, all, and then we, you start, because you get hungry, and so you're trying to steal a bit of crackling or, or have a bit of this or a bit of that before, like, lunchtime, because lunch was the formal fancy Christmas feast. Sure, yeah. 
And then you're exhausted. Don't know why. <laughs> then you have a 3 p.m. nap, 2 p.m. nap. And then wake up and eat, eat it, do it, do it all again. <laughs> Who started this tradition? I Obviously, was it your dad? Maybe. I, do you know what? I actually don't remember. It was probably we were trying not to be alcoholics and say, you know, we can't have a beer, we can't have wine, you can't have a brandy. So sparkling Shiraz was rant. Some <laughs> rant. I know what it was. It was because we thought it looked like Ribena. Right, and, and mum wouldn't notice. Oh. <laughs> and because she hated red. Mum never touched red. That's so mean. No, so you're, I know, you're, I know. You're, you're, you're very specifically very trying mean. to just cut her out of this tradition. Yes, which is not very <laughs> nice. I must talk to my sister why mum wasn't involved It sounds in it. fun. It sounds super fun. But, yeah, we and checked like, her out. for everyone other than your mum, great time. Because Dad wasn't a champers drinker, so... He liked, and he loved his... He'd and I guess it, that is a, a breakfast thing. Sparkling is, is a breakfast... Well, not breakfast thing necessarily. But. Should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> so there's a nice tradition, how to how to ruin... Not ruin, but how to take the edge off Christmas morning. When it's when it's Christmas at your house, is it just that? Is it just your, your mum, your dad and your sister? Or is it... No, extended? dad's dead. Mum's in a nursing home. But I mean, at that time... <laughs> I'm not trying. To, yes. I'm not trying to really, really, really bring. Yes, no. Oh, and I and my partner. Like, oh, you're talking way back when I was living at home. Yeah, I'm talking about when this tradition was yeah, in Nan full lived, swing. Nan, Nan lived with us, so okay. Nan was there. As so well. it's really just like six, maximum six people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only, literally, the only one doing work is your mum. No, I was just trying to gauge just, if there was like an auntie. I know it's or, gendered and misogynistic, nearly, but. No, we would do, we'd all chip in. No, fair enough. I was just trying to figure out, because at my Christmas, there's like 17 people in the kitchen, which is equally what? as frustrating, I think, because then there's, you know what they say about too many <laughs> chefs in the kitchen. We yeah, there's not scenario. enough knives. <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> I actually don't know what they say, which is why I'm unsure why I brought it up. Too many <laughs> cooks spoil the broth. There you go. That's what they say. Who wanted broth anyway? It's Christmas. Yeah, no one wants broth. <laughs> Random. We are asking the question, what traditions do you have? Slide into our email, which is on air at joy.org.au, or you can text us on 0427 569 Traditions? What about another Christmas one, wearing Christmas-themed underpants, the entire family? Do you think that's Wait, weird? Are they matching? Kind of. Not into that. No. <laughs> not sure about that. Emily, dear, show your father your, rain, <laughs> your reindeer undies. Oh, look, and Andrew's oh, got, got Rudolph, Rudolph this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's a bit creepy, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like, if they're, if they're anyway matching. I mean, maybe not as creepy if it's, like, a family with kids that are, like, three, five. It would be creepy if my mum and I did it. That would be weird. <laughs> it's the fa and Uncle Roger. Yeah, no, <laughs> it comes no, over no. and the first thing he does is drops his tax no. to show you the fabulous Santa undies that he's got on. I mean... You do you, Uncle Roger. <laughs> yeah, don't do anyone else in the family, Uncle Roger. That'd be inappropriate. <laughs> Dirty Uncle Roger. Why is there always an, an uncle that's inappropriate I, in families? I'm not sure. Me either. We're really diving deep into the big issues. <laughs> we are. We're talking traditions. We're talking traditions this morning. And really, I don't know... Sometimes I feel there's a responsibility that these things like your grandmother get passed down the line. Mm -hmm. What happens when your parents don't know or either dead or don't know because of dementia mm -hmm. and you drop a tradition? Is it okay? Like the guilt that my therapist would have a field day with me on this one. 
<laughs> I'm not. I think. I think a tradition is only as strong as the people that are conducting the tradition. <laughs> what did you? What do you? All I'm trying to say is, don't feel bad if you drop a oh. tradition. But potentially just make your own tradition. Oh. You know, like it's... I, and how does it... Do we have a meeting? Let's say you and I are in a heteronormative relationship, mm-hmm. cisgendered, all that, 2.3 children, picket fence, and we sit there in the front sitting room and we go... We have well, a front sitting room, okay. Oh, yeah, we're in the we're <laughs> on the right side of the Yarra. Okay, all right. And we say, hey, dolls, now that we're starting a family, I think we should come up with some traditions. Is that, is that how they get formed? I think it's a little bit more organic than that. So I what, you fart out a tradition <laughs> one day? No, I think, you know, some, some things just happen, you know? They just happen and then when it happens, you're like, oh, oh that's that was really, good. That was really good, yeah. And next year we must do that again. Yeah, you know, maybe like you or go camping. On, yeah. You go camping and then you're like, oh, that was actually really fun. Let's make this a once yearly camping Every adventure. Christmas we're going to yeah. go camping. Exactly. Wilson's Promontory. But or sure, I think you can sit down and, and create a list of traditions if you want to. Really? Maybe. It just feels, I, I like your organic theme because it just feels staged or. or yeah. Manipulate, not manipulate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of lists of traditions, mm. I actually have a few traditions that people have done, and I thought maybe you know we're trying to come up with some traditions now, so maybe you could yay or nay these traditions. Okay. Yeah, and I like this. I, okay. lo- I love a quiz. Okay. So I get to say whether it's in or out. Yes. Okay. Cool. First one yeah. is a bad Christmas Day breakfast. Because everything else in Christmas is really great. So it and sets the standard. Correct. You need to just have a little bit of a, you know. But what are we saying bad? Like burnt? Um, oatmeal, just Ugh. weird flavours. It's Not, Christmas. No, it's treat. Okay, so no? I'm a no on that one. Okay. What about mm. a family weekly takeout night? As oh, tradition. We had, is that a tradition? We had Friday yeah. night was fish and chips night and we'd sit on the floor of the lounge room and then mum would tell me off for having too much tomato sauce. <laughs> That's a family and tradition. And I used to cry and say, when Aww. I grow up, I'm going to work in the sauce factory. And you never did. No, I worked out that you could earn money and buy your own tomato sauce. <laughs> but, yeah, Friday nights was fish and chips and I'd have a Frankfurt in batter. Perfect, oh, yeah. Frankfurt in batter. That's a family right tradition. Now, uh, well, maybe we'll make it happen. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Yeah, no, uh, that's an absolute yes for takeaway night because it's also, like, both my parents worked and it was mum, you know, everyone's tired by the end of the week. It was kind yep. of like, you don't have to cook dolls. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I think Friday usually is the, the family takeaway. Take night? Yeah. Because it makes sense. By that time, everyone's just a bit over it. No, there's uh, there's a good argument for making Monday night takeout night. How come? Well, I base it on a the- the fireplace theory. Now, <laughs> I made up this fireplace theory. When we were renovating our place, we put in a, a real wood fireplace. Sure. And we like we've got other heating, and we said, oh, you know, on, on in winters, in winters, on weekends in winter, <laughs> it'd be really nice, you know, a glass of special lemonade and the crackling fire. It'd be really well. Come the first year, every Monday night you'd be lighting the fire because Mondays are like you've, you've been reborn back into the <laughs> to the workplace. What? You've had your weekend. You've de, de-worked, hopefully. De-worked. You've relaxed. Okay. And then, boom, you're back into the workplace on Monday. And, yeah, Monday nights are, are horrific in my world. Yeah, okay. And so you're you're thinking takeout on a Monday on a is Monday great night. because... Yeah. Okay, I, I get or the theory. Or take out every night of the week if that's what rocks your world. 
Yeah, of course. All right, what, have you got another one for me? Sure do. Someone has a tradition of giving their kids duct tape on their 13th birthday. So what? They give their kids duct tape. Duct. Duct tape, okay. yes. Do you know so many people say, can we just stop there for a sec? So many people <laughs> say duct tape as in quack, quack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's actually D-U-C-T. Yes. Because it's used for what? Duct-tating. <laughs> Is that the wet spot on your top? You're duct-tating. <laughs> no, it's used to seal ducts, like air conditioning oh, ducts. Like those, yeah. Of course. But it's not quack-tape. Anyway, but so... But see, they, see if, I got, if I got duct-tape on my 13th birthday, I would know this, Ando. Now, so maybe now that's now a would. good family tradition. Go back in time. Um, so... This kid, this who the parents give yes. the child, yes, thirteen year old, yes. duct tape, yes, specifically on the thirteenth birthday, just so that they know, you know, what the world is like, and there's ducts that need taping. You know, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what are those parents smoking? So definitely not, definitely not on that one. Okay, hard no. All right, the final one I have for you, which yeah. I think you're going to be so on board with, mm. family handshake. What, a secret one? Yeah, super Not well, like where you rub that's... the palm with your finger, like it's really creepy. <laughs> I mean, if that, if that would, that could be your family handshake. You walk Does into... a wet willy count as a family handshake? It's your family, so yeah, sure. Imagine that, if your whole family <laughs> gave each other wet... If you don't know what a wet willy is, it's when you lick your finger and you stick it in someone's ear hole. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it's, it's very sensation. horrible. I'm squirming on my seat now. No. Just, the sensation's gross. Some people are into ears. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. They are. Yeah, so family handshake. Oh. Some of this stuff, you just know when you're the stranger that turns up and you see it going on, how uncomfortable it feels. I think a family handshake could be kind of cute. Really? <laughs> Cracking you up at the crack of dawn. It's Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. We've been talking this morning about traditions. And I want to know, do you really think Christmas traditions everybody loves or do you think... That it's the creator. So let's say I come up with, a, yes, let's wear the funny Christmas underwear. Right. I'm the one going, woohoo! And the rest of the family is just going, seriously, do we have to do this? Here are my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Yeah. If the person, Ando, you've said, we're all going to wear Christmas undies and it, it brings you a lot of joy. Oh, you're going to patronize me and do it just to keep me happy. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not at all. Your joy is my joy, Ando. So I think a lot of the a lot of the time the tradition, while it might be specifically very very good and mm. fun and awesome for the one person that's come up with it, I would say family traditions especially because you get to spend that time with the family. If you if you love your family, hopefully hopefully you do. Then then yeah. that tradition is really lovely, regardless of whether you've come up with it, regardless of if it's a bit silly. Mm. You know. I'm not convinced. (laughs) I didn't think you would be. Hey, make sure you stick around for the Murphys. We're back with you tomorrow. We're talking podcasts tomorrow. We're talking the whole, where did they come from? Are you into them? Are you not into them? What are some great ones? And how do you make them? So stick around. Not a morning person. Catch the Annie and Ando podcast wherever you get your podcasts.